welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We are on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. This is the wrong people in the wrong place. Shoot him. Why'd you do that? You told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 346, covering Stargate Universe season 2 episode 16, Hunt. And we have managed to hunt out a semi-regular guest this season. Introduce yourself again. Hello everybody, it's Ian here again. Welcome back to the show, Ian. Pleasure to be here as always. Indeed. Since we were on about segues before we went on air, I thought I'd segue nicely from the episode title into the guest. I don't think it felt too crowbarred in. <laughs> Not too crowbarred. Not that good either, though, let's be honest. <laughs> well, if it was good, I'd be in professional radio production, wouldn't I? Rather than this crack. <laughs> Anyone lunatic enough to do a podcast with me, feel free to tweet me. My contact details are at phasedout. That's Papa Hotel Alpha Zulu Echo Delta Oxford Ultra Tango. Say what the podcast is going to be about. Well, I've not settled on something yet. <laughs> you just want somebody to talk to once a week. Yeah, basically. <laughs> In English, you know, it, it's a pleasant thing to... You know, native English speakers are like hen's teeth in this country. And the one I was friendly with isn't talking to me anymore since April, so... Probably... Well, I have two ideas. Either Doctor Who, all of it. All of it? All of it. Well, from an empty child that. onwards. Or... Let's face it, I don't care if it's been done, it's my bloody podcast, and it's not, ultimately, it's not about listeners, it's about doing it for the love of doing it. Similar format to what we're doing here, but at least I wouldn't have to do much research, because I know quite a lot about it, Battlefield 5. Ah, nice. You've not considered a Discworld one, although I guess you couldn't really use the same format when the when the length would be so much. I suppose we could discuss a different book each week, but the problem with that would be... Either you get a podcast which lasts about nine months because there's only about 40-odd books. Or you do or, one episode a month or something. Or you do, like, multi-arc discussions of each book. Hmm. There's a network called Nerd Party who do a podcast called Owl Post. That's a Harry Potter podcast, and they talk about... They've started on uh, Philosopher's Stone, and they do one chapter each week. Oh, that's a good idea. Chapter a week. Yeah, with with one small hiccup. Prior to about going post, Will Patchett didn't do chapters. <laughs> that's okay, just go by page number. 100 pages a time. Or footnotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Guards Guards, the footnote has footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the play. They had a footnote person, and then for the footnote with the footnote, they brought out a sub-footnote person. <laughs> the greatest footnote in the history of Discord was the explanation of British currency prior to decimalisation. It went down for about a page and a half. It did, yeah. <laughs> Go to the next page for the footnote. Yeah, I got an email. Grim, season five, £15. I went, hang on a minute, I own that. <laughs> it's always annoying when you, some you buy straight away. You know, Grim is one of those that as soon as it comes out, I buy it. 
as long as it's not ridiculously priced. Mm-hmm. Knowing that in six months' time it's going to be half that price, and seven months' time it's going to be under a tenner for a box set. And then they're going to release a series box set, which is going to be really cheap. The justified Region 2 Blu-ray, uh, Region B Blu-ray, I think it's about 35 quid. I imported the single seasons because they were never released over here. Mm. You know, just a couple of seasons I haven't got. I'm thinking, maybe cheaper to actually buy the full British box set, just buy those two seasons from America. I just paid an extra seven euros for Amazon's expedited delivery because I found the Finnish post office are so terrible that it'll take them in excess of a month to get anything to me. For a film? I could have paid five twenty for delivery, but I paid twelve ninety seven instead. What did you buy? X Men Apocalypse on Blu-ray. You paid twelve pound ninety for delivery. Yes, that only brings the total to like twenty five euro. So that means you effectively paid the entire cost of the disc again to have it posted. Because I would like it before April. Well, fair enough. Don't they have shops in Finland? Yes. Do do not those shops sell Blu-rays? I not that I'm aware of. <laughs> The only one I've seen with actual Blu-rays in it is GameStop. Does GameStop sell X-Men? I didn't check. Fair enough. I went to see Trainspotting 2 last. Oh, was it good? You're not old enough to appreciate it properly, Ian. <laughs> you would have had to have been around the age of the protagonists when the original came out in 96. Yeah, in 96 I was 8. Yeah, so basically, unless <laughs> you were using heroin and drinking. I started early. Well, I already burned through Travellers in a week. That was brilliant. Yeah, I, I watched the end of it. You know something I had real fun watching, even though it's totally car crash TV? Glitch. No, I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, you have. You have. You've been talking about it for the past month. Glitch. Yeah, you told me to watch it. Oh, the six-part Netflix thing. Yeah. Yeah, that that was fun. Really? It reminded me of The Guild, but not as good. Okay. And I was like, eh, I haven't given up on it yet. No, that's what Mike is for. <laughs> This is Robert Picardo, the holographic doctor from Star Trek Voyager, and Richard Woolsey from Stargate Atlantis. This is Vanessa Angel. This is Maris Rose. This is Christopher Heyerdahl. This is Clifton Collins Jr. This is Mally from Dollhouse. This is Alice Dale. And you're, mm, you're just listening to the sweet and tasty sounds of the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Hello, I'm Scott. Hello, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin, and we are the hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. We review the shows and movies that we're watching. We bring you interviews with Stargate, Dollhouse, Star Trek cast members, and many more notables. And we also occasionally give things away. If you are a lover of all things sci-fi, then come dine with us as we host the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You can find us on iTunes or on our website at sci-fi-diner.com. Miles, one of the hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner, will be joining us next week for Common Descent. As Alan says, this week we are going to be watching The Hunt, which is episode 16 of the second season of Stargate Universe. We are watching, as usual, the Region 2 DVD-sourced video. Runtime is 41 minutes, 44 seconds. We're all looking at the black screen with the counter set to zero. In a minute or so, Alan will give us his 3 to one clicky countdown. And then we'll all press play and everything will be synced up correctly. If you're just going to be listening to the podcast, then you don't have to do a damn thing. If you want to watch along with us, if you've got the NTSC or iTunes download, then the run times will be slightly different. You'll have to pause a little bit as we get out of sync. Otherwise, sit back and uh, enjoy listening to us babble on about Stargate. 
Babylon possibly. 5 about Stargate. Was that a deliberate thing or just a subconscious? I would like to say it was deliberate, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I think you should call out Ian's deliberate drawing attention to it and see if just what people think. <laughs> if we're ready. I'm all ready. Yes. Okay. Don't say it didn't warn you. SGU, SGA, SG1. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, rush. Always rush. Can't say I'm disappointed. I do like these new uh, opening sequence as well. They took the time actually doing something a little bit different. I like the drums. Yes, <laughs> drums always work. Right then, Stargate Universe The Hunt, Season 2, Episode 16 of the second season. Gatecast Episode 346. This episode was directed by Andy Makita and written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully. First aired in America and Canada, April the 11th, 2011. Germany, April the 28th. Sweden, October the 8th. And in Hungary, April the 22nd, 2014. Lots and lots of series of episodes of the same name. Invasion, Justified, The Dead Zone, Criminal Minds, The Wire, The Waltons, Outer Limits, and Peter Gunn. They're cut off from the rest of the ship now, and us. That's what I did to save you. Oh, it's a tree. Wow. It's been a long time since we've been in the uh, Vancouver Woodlands. And as it says, space deer. <laughs> served up with a side of Becker's mash. You're not serious. <laughs> uh, and how exactly would you cook them? I wouldn't. I'm a vegetarian. No. For the past ten months, we have all been vegetarian. See, I'm dying for a steak now. <laughs> Gotta kill Bambi. <laughs> They're not worried about Bambi. It's Bambi's mum they want. She's bigger. <laughs> I mean, we don't know anything about them. They could be intelligent. Uh, we just saw one of them eat its own vomit. How smart can they be? Guys, I can use some help over here. Mm-hmm. You tell them, TJ. <laughs> if they can give me one good reason why I shouldn't eat them, I won't. But it better be a good one because I am mighty hungry. Lieutenant, let's do it. Uh, I forgot he said I'm that. I'm guessing he <laughs> Not cool. She's highly amused by this. <laughs> that, that, that is the definition of, and Mike might have to bleep this, a shit-eating grin. <laughs> it really was. What is he? He's got a few psychological problems. Want me to eat? No, no. Ha! Uh, they're gone. That's an understatement. Uh, something spooked him. That's normally not a good thing. Damn! Heck, yeah, <sighs> Something must have spooked him. I've got plenty of time. Want to go after him? Hell yeah. Unless the psychic and they knew you were, <laughs> you knew you were there. Maybe even more scary. What was that? Hang on. Uh, <laughs> okay, that sounds big. Yeah. That might have been a useful thing to do in the first place. <laughs> Scan the area. Send some kinos up. Good bit ahead of you. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Whoa, look at him go. Looks like a Ritu. He froze. He froze. Greer froze. Uh-huh. Commentary for this episode was Andy Makita and Mark Savella first time they've uh, watched this episode and even then it was the director's cut sans a lot of the CGI effects oh. they were talking about how much they enjoy working with the modern filming techniques the camera floating around wherever they need it no issues about intersplicing CGI effects like unlike Atlantis and SG-1 where they had to be a lot more controlled with the camera really? well they're more expensive isn't it? if the camera's moving and you've got a CGI effect the CGI effect's got to move with no, it. I mean, I mean that they don't have to. That's brilliant. No, yeah. 
It's all about money, isn't it? And in the, the day, if you can do an effect for ten thousand dollars instead of fifty thousand, you do it more often. Yeah, exactly. Oh dear. I'm gonna need you here, Lieutenant. While I'm gone, you're in charge. You got a problem with that? No, sir. A new hobby for Eli: antiquing. What are they? It could be anything. I had no idea what they were the first time around. Checking to see what's inside. Why, what does it look like I'm doing? Come on. I don't think we've seen these pair very often. Mm. Obviously, Bulk is still recovering. That's why he's not with Brody. We are. Not really. All I'm going to say, Rush wants us to take a cautious approach. Who cares what Rush thinks? He's not our boss. I'll tell you, Eli, yeah. I don't know if he's got a backbone or he's just being an awkward sod. Afraid of whom? <laughs> who? I think it's who. Afraid of who? Afraid not. Yeah, suddenly the uh, the two boys with brave mouths shut up when they walk around and find Daddy waiting for them. <laughs> I'm guessing more ancient containers. Now, these scenes were shot a month apart, mainly because they didn't oh. have this room when they were filming the episode. What is that room? It's like some kind of stasis chamber. It could be. It could be. possibility that they may already be dead. We swept the area. They were dead. Why don't we find the bodies? Maybe the creature dragged them away. Well, normally that sort of predator would devour any prey. Animals don't tend to kill for fun. Not really. Well, except my cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is we can hope for the best. As long as we're prepared for the worst. You're right. Why don't you guys meet us at the gate? That is a lot of guns. Well, they've got double the amount now, haven't they? Oh, yeah. It's nice to have a selection. I'm surprised Gray hasn't stenciled hands off. This is mine. You had the shot. You didn't take it. Why not? I don't know. If it's a moment of indecision, just one of those things, then you can drop it. But if there is a problem, you need to find out what it is. Good. He's not questioning. He's just saying, sort yourself out. And we'll say no more. Well, there's not a lot they can do. Right? We've seen Camille act as a bit of a counsellor, but she's not exactly equipped that, is she? No. Obviously designed for lengthy intergalactic journeys. we got multiple rooms exactly like this one going both ways. It's fascinating. That's a bit of an understatement. This is huge. Agreed. But we're not going to show them yet, because cost. <laughs> because it's cheaper to have the actor tell you it exists than to show you <laughs> Well, like I say, they spent an awful lot of money on this, and, and it was still being constructed an hour before they started filming. Really? It's just so disappointing that they invested all the money in this when that was commissioned, you know, they were still going to be on for a third season. Mm -hmm. Sergeant, hold up. I think I think we lost its trail. We should double back. Well, we need to keep moving forward. No, not if we're headed the wrong way. Back the way we came is the wrong way. We keep moving forward, we'll pick up the trail again. Trust me. See, now now he's got to prove himself. He's embarrassed by not shooting whatever it was. Everybody knows he is, and yeah. it's making it look worse. <laughs> Up against the clock here, son. Which is why we can't afford to make any more mistakes. Listen to me. I know this is tearing you apart, but what's done is done. And you let guilt start dictating your actions, you're just asking for trouble. I don't know, maybe you needed more time to recuperate after surgery. Can't argue with that reasoning. I'm fine, sir. No, you're not. Get your head on straight. Tactfully, not showing that she listened to everything there. <laughs> Marsden. Why is John still wearing black? It's not exactly camouflage. That's true, but it never really goes out of style, does it? 
Well, I don't think we've seen that many uh, Lucian Alliance for a long time. It's nice to know they're actually still more on board. <laughs> then they're screwed away in a cupboard. <laughs> Got beaten up by that animal. Yeah, the initial draft of uh, this episode had Jung and Scott reversed. Oh. Scott was spending more time on the planet. I'd like to volunteer to help with this rescue arm. I much appreciate it, but Cronyon and his team are more incapable of seeing this through. With all due respect, no, they're not. They have the training, but they lack the necessary experience. Me and my people have been hunting most of our lives. We can track this animal for you. It worked out better because obviously Jung has more authority to question Greer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get the impression Greer doesn't really respect Scott. I think it does up to a point, but the, but similar ages, you know, and they are friends. And as he said, boy, he sees him as a sort of baby-faced little lieutenant. Yeah. Well, it happened so fast. One minute I was helping to catalogue plant samples, and the next I was on the ground and everyone was screaming. That's what happens when you're a vegetarian. <laughs> Come to check up on us, huh? <laughs> this guy. Oh, God. Morrison's milking it. <laughs> Vulgar. I'm here for a... <laughs> oh, for pity's sake. Yeah, sorry, Paul, that means no sex. <laughs> I should be so lucky. <laughs> you don't. Speaking from personal experience, snowboarding accident. If you just take it easy, it'll heal itself in about a month. A month? Oh, dear. Okay, is there anything you need, anything I can do? Yeah, could you take off my sock? Are you serious, dude? My foot's swelling up. I'll get that for you. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Yeah, it was nothing. A brush had me up on the bridge running diagnostics. Can everybody see what's going on there at Zet for Park? <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure you're all right. Ah, uh, this cave was built on stage six at the Bridge Studios, a former Stargate Atlantis set. That's not a real cave. No, <laughs> very good cave though, isn't it? It is a good cave. Is that one of the best? And the question is, where's the lightsaber and where's the snow? <laughs> no, tell me that didn't call that to mind. It did a bit. I did think that one when they first woke up in this cave. <laughs> Corporal Reynolds, uh, you may recognise Grayson Holt from Bitten. He plays a pretty mean werewolf. It looks like he bulked up a bit from this role. Are there actually nice werewolves? What, you've never seen Bitten? Not seen Some Bitten. of it. Stop adding stuff to his list. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> of course the radio's damaged. We're louder. Now, at least it didn't inject you with some venom that will, uh, you know, turn your insides to mush. I can't put any weight on my leg. I think it might be broken. You're probably right. Good job you got no appointments for the rest of the day. <clears throat> it could just be a fracture, ain't it? Which could be a hell of a lot worse in this circumstance. If this thing wanted to kill us, we'd be dead already, so I... I figure that's a good thing, right? It, it wants us alive. Oh, son, you do not know what TJ is looking at. It's saving us. It's saving us from what? Not from anything. It's saving us for later. Yeah, everybody gets a little peckish at night. I don't like it. Yeah, well, you don't have to like it. Just pretend you do. At least until we get our people back. This makes sense. You know, these guys, the. Uh... They live their lives more, you know, in the rough. So hunting, tracking. Nomadic sort of. Yeah, they're not city dwellers. You might recognise Kyra Zagorski. I did. Yep, she was in the Stargate Atlantis episode Reunion. Also been in Travellers and starred in Helix. 
Oh, she is a traveler. That's what I reckon. That's like I'm sure I've seen her just recently in something. <laughs> Which means we've got to move quickly. The sooner we locate them, the better. Because this rescue op has the potential to turn into a recovery mission real fast. She played the teacher, didn't she? The scientist with the reactor, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm sure these leather outfits are not good for jungle tracking. <laughs> They've got a chief a bit as well. <laughs> it certainly looks like they know what they're doing, though. Which is more than we can say for the Destiny bunch. You know, we finally unseal a new section. Make the biggest discovery board this ship since the bridge. And now we're supposed to ignore it because Rush says so? I want to be cautious. Since when is Rush cautious? Okay. <laughs> Eli in this mode... I don't like it. Screw this. Where are you going? To check out the stasis pods. And don't tell on me, all right? Wait for me. Mind you, he's got a, a bone to pick with uh, Rush Ante. Don't <laughs> tell Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it, Brody. Man up. I'm running away. <laughs> it looks good. Full map painting, that is. <laughs> they actually looked around Lynn Canyon Park where they filmed any sort of template they can use to base the picture on. Couldn't find anything that looked good. So they just recreated everything from scratch. And you're in no condition to make a run for it. Lieutenant, please. I, I know you stand a better chance out there without me, but I need... Listen, I'm not leaving you behind. And when the time comes, I'm going to need your help. So I need you to calm down. You need to get it together, okay? Can you do that? This has been done quite a few times in Stargate franchise. Held in a cave and everything. The, uh... Yeah, he's a red shirt. Yeah, I'm saving you for when the beast comes back, then I'm going to throw you at him. <laughs> and make a run for it. But is that a McCave? Is that a what? McCave. Oh, McCave. Yes, a similar cave to the one that McCave was in. McCave. Get you anything? No, I'm good, thank you. Hey, how's the uh, search going? Um, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything since Farrow and his team went down. Let's hope that makes a difference. Again, obviously, they've only got so many regular cast members but you always feel that there should be more varied people working at these stations mm -hmm. you know half the crew must literally just be sitting in the cabins all day they don't seem to be put to any real efficient use and i think they'd be training them up we're really lucky to have that someone that's it play it cool <laughs> he's like me you've got greer blood running through you <laughs> how you feel about her I know it's probably none of my business, but I saw the way you two were together, and... We were, no, 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 Lisa, Lisa and I were just, it's strictly professional, platonic, professionally platonic, we're not... Oh, I'm sorry, I totally misread. Oh, no, no, it's a simple mistake, no, that, that, that happens, you know, that, sometimes. <laughs> oh, super awkward. Of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh this episode made me realise how much he's just the same in Travellers. <laughs> he is a bit, isn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't be fair to him to say he plays a bumbling fool, but... Uh. <laughs> well, he's lost weight for Travellers. Yes. Maybe not a bumbling fool, maybe just a bumbling normal guy. Yeah. Like the voicemail thing, talking to himself on the voicemails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is not good. You don't experiment with technology when you're standing inside it. <laughs> I know. It's a brave move. And like you said, this is fantastic. He knows what they're doing. He's told them not to. Little... Look at that smirk. Little grin. <laughs> and of course... Rush is going to walk in on them. 
No. No, he's not. <laughs> he can control this room from the bridge. I'm tired of him deciding what's best for us. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa. Thanks. Great. What did you do? Rush is the puppet master. We've seen this in uh, Stargate, SG-1, and Atlantis. We know what's going to happen. Whoa, 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 whoa! I can't... Oh, that can't... Hey, hey, not, hey, okay. hey, hey, hold on, crap, I got it! Hey, what are you... Uh, uh, maybe, can we... Whoa! <laughs> Oops. Credit to Peter there for doing an excellent job of standing still. Is that live? I think at, up to a point they froze it and, you know, CGI'd the rest of it, but... He leant against the canopy, pressed his uh, cheek against it to give him brace himself, then just stood still while they uh, transitioned. Nice work. Well, growing up, my brother and I, we learned from my father how to hunt, kill. But the most important things he taught us was respect for the wild. And the reason they did all these night shots, even though it costs more money, it takes a lot longer, is that because of the weather, they lost a full day shooting. And as usual, Stargate know how to film at night. They really do, don't they? There's no, like, tearing, there's no pixelation. They just stop. Yeah, that's not good. That normally means that whatever you've been following is planning something. <laughs> there's been a lot of movement here. This is good. This is really sort of manic filming, isn't it? It's some fantastic wire work. Yeah, you have no idea what's happened. Yeah, you just see the consequences. Mm. He's not afraid to shoot now, is he? <laughs> if there was anybody in front of me that wasn't human, that's great. <laughs> hey, he hit something. He's panicking. He's, he's not acting rationally. What the hell we do? It'll draw you out, separate you from the group, and pick you off. Go down the run. <laughs> what the hell do you think happened back there? It led us to that spot. It waited for us. It's smart. All this time we've been hunting it. It's been hunting us. I like the way he takes control and tells him what's what. Yeah, Barrow has got a lot more experience in this sort of combat. Yeah, they used five stuntmen in that combat sequence. A lot of them on pulleys and rigs to uh, mimic being thrown across the glade. Mm -hmm. So, one, two, three, dead. Ooh, dislocation. Are you ready? <laughs> Do it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose if that's the worst of your injury. She seems so relieved. <sighs> Can you imagine that's like when your knuckles are ready to crack, but a million times worse? <laughs> Blood on the hat. What? Why didn't you pull that trigger? Even she's asking now. There's no predicting how someone's going to react in a pressure situation. Panic sets in. People freeze. It happens. But not to you. Worth remembering, she's a lieutenant as well. Scott hasn't really brought the subject up. Young's pressured him about it. I think I died. Yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> Having a crisis of, well, maybe not, maybe not faith... Existential. Yeah. After the kidney surgery during the recovery, there was a point when I woke up to nothing. Couldn't hear, couldn't see, couldn't move. I was trapped in this darkness, you know, like nothing I had ever known. Ah, uh, that doesn't sound fun. You just open your eyes. I used to have nightmares like that. Yeah? yeah I can believe that. 
<laughs> and that's that's the problem, isn't it? You know, if you if you live your life like that, when you hit a little bump in the road, you can totally lose yourself. Whereas somebody who's a little bit more used to having to deal with fear and can probably handle it without any issues. I trust me, there are issues. You're just saying to ignore them. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's it. Though he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not. A, not even equipped to ignore this. It's got through all his defences. TJ had you under some pretty heavy sedatives for that operation. They shut you down. Your brain was probably the first thing to wake up, and it just took the rest of your body a little while to catch up. You think that's what it was? I can't claim to know for sure what death is, but I know in my heart it isn't that. By the way, did you see Collins' reply to my tweet to you? Yes. A lot of that scene between James and Greer was cut. The episode ran long. They even cut out a whole sequence of TJ's uh, flashbacks with her family. Really? Yep. You don't see much at all of TJ in this episode, really. You don't see Camille at all. <laughs> I'd like to see more of TJ. It won't take much for those stitches to open up. If you start bleeding out, then what? Sorry, but in your condition, your liability to us. <laughs> That's a lot of silence. <laughs> I don't think Jung's really equipped to be taking advice either. No, he's a bit pig-headed at times, isn't he? Yeah, I like that. That's sensible. You know, we, we haven't got time to muck about with the dead. <laughs> we can't give this creature any more time. It's already set a trap for us as intelligence there. It's not like it's raptors, you know, that instinctively gang up on you. Literally leaving a trail, then leaving it dead. So you're all in one little spot. <laughs> I don't think we've seen Jung look this bad ever. Listen to me. You bring her back safe. Jung has finally decided to trust Varro. He's got a mission to fulfill, giving him a weapon. Of course, there's a, an emotional reason he's also doing that. But if anybody's going to save TJ, it's going to be Varro. Is this the next day? Well, we like him in. So... Has Eli been here all night? Yeah. Good morning. Mr. Brody with you. Twisting the knife a bit. <laughs> oh, he's loving that. Good morning. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just checking. Yep, he's still there. <laughs> you two are supposed to be in the control interface room running diagnostics. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. We're just grabbing something to eat. Yeah, we'll hurry up. I know it's not the most glamorous work, but it needs to be done. We'll finish up. Be on our way. <laughs> he likes oh, that really well. Evil, evil. <laughs> I've been bastard. in that exact position before. Be right there, no problem. Eli. I've actually been on both ends of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed most of these scenes in the roughly the same location, time and time again. Had the greens department, you know, planting trees and ferns mix up the uh, background. Uh, what? Well, boom things. It sees us as a threat, so it's stalking us. And sooner or later, it's going to try to ambush us again. But this time we'll be ready for it. Yay, we've got things that go boom. It took them long enough to build a fire, because this is the next morning. Here we go. Yeah, not much of a fire has to be said. But I suppose most of the wood outside is wet, because it's been raining all day and all night. Not the ideal conditions. Cold, damp, even with a small fire. They'll be suffering from maybe even a bit of hypothermia. How are we doing for time? We've got six hours till Destiny jumps. They wouldn't abandon us. I thought they could override. I think they can, but 
there are consequences whenever they alter the flight path. Plus, like she says, if they think they're dead. Yeah. TJ, a woman of many talents. And then again, you haven't really got much choice. Give it a go, you never know. <laughs> and Volker, giving it a go, you never know. Uh, trying again. I bring you alien fruit. <laughs> were you watching me sleep? No, no, I, no, I, no. I was just checking to see if you were, if you were awake, which you seem not to be. But then now, then you are now. Come on, grab the bull by the horns. I brought you something to eat. Oh, that was sweet of you. Sweet. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> Fine. Thanks. How do you get over those calculations? Oh yeah, I finished them. I can't believe this. You're making her work. She's injured. Yes, her ribs, not her brain. Dale, I asked him to give me something to do. I'm going stir crazy just sitting here. Good, good. See you back in the bridge. Yeah, I'm just gonna finish up with my visit. And then hey, I'll... take your time. I love this. He's gonna make use of her. She might be, you know, in bed resting, but yeah, as he says, <laughs> keep her busy. Yeah, everybody knows but her. <laughs> Seriously. Now at least it looks like they've let Morrison and his dodgy ankle out. Um, is there a beige at this point? Yes, probably. At least they're setting a trap. Couldn't help but think that those massive logs are going to get launched across the place <laughs> and those explosions go off. That thing is putting as much distance between us as possible. No, the creature knows we're hunting it, so it needs to protect its lair to do that. has to make sure we never reach it. Yeah, if you're encroaching onto its territory, it's going to respond. So uh, did they um, get like a tracking expert or anything in to, to help with this, or did they just make this up on the fly? Nothing was said, so my guess is they pretty much made it up, but then again... But then again, it's an alien life forms. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if a number of these people actually, you know, do hunt or have hunt, hunted for food or for recreation, especially the Canadians. you got to hunt, use a bloody bow and arrow. Why don't we let her decide that? Go ahead, Tasia. It's on the move and headed your way. Right then, we've got it just where we want it. What could go wrong? Here we go. That sounds awfully big and awfully close. Come on. Come on. I'm right here. I'm right here! Well, what do you know? It looks like Greer isn't that appetising as he thinks. Yes, they were a little bit disappointed. The, the explosion in real life wasn't as big as they'd hoped, so they had to CGI it up a bit. All right, we should get moving. In a few hours, it's going to start to get dark. want a gun in that guy's hand right now. He is twitching all over the place. Whoa! And there's more than one. There are more of them out there. Like the rain of meat. Just the two of us now. This report to Colonel Young is not going to be not going to look good. <laughs> Following their trails gotten way too easy. It's almost as if they're daring us to come after them. They're luring us in to finish us off. The thing that attacked us back at the camp is bigger than the ones we're tracking now. These tracks are smaller. These are the babies. We're getting close to their lair. There is no way you could tell that this is all filmed pretty much in the same place. No, it looks huge, doesn't it? Yeah. 
again, as I said, right through the Stargate franchise, they've always spoken that the location areas are being reduced every year. Again, this is one of the few areas that they can still film that's close to Vancouver. Um, Bryce, you've been speaking for years of government work, decades. You put a positive spin in the report. So I have good news. We have additional resources we can use. <laughs> the time comes if I don't have the guts to do it myself. What are you saying, Corporal? I'm saying I don't want to die like that. Whether you finish me off first. Hey, hey, listen to me. Now you have two choices. You can suck it up and walk back on the destiny with your head held high. Or you can force me to save your sorry ass and live with the shame. Is that understood? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Reynolds. <laughs> we don't have to breathe oxygen. We don't have to feed these people anymore. I'm not impressed with Reynolds. It's probably a good idea that we've never seen him before in the entire two years. Yeah. He acts a bit like a private who's literally just got out of basic training. Yeah. Uh, this is this is Lieutenant Johansson. Over. Is there anyone out there? Obviously, he's supposedly he's been on missions. Yeah. He's been on off Destiny. He's been on planets. He's been involved in firefights. Uh, maybe he's a meninist. He ended up volunteering for what you call a suicide mission. He wasn't afraid. Well, that's not very clever, is it? <laughs> he was wrong. In those situations when the odds are stacked against you and you're looking death in the face, it's fear. It keeps you and the people around you alive. Valid point. Mm. Yeah. That little bit of caution. Fight, live to fight another day. Yeah. This is Greer, over. Sergeant? Lieutenant, what's your situation? Where are you? Reynolds <laughs> and I are in a cave on the side of a hill overlooking a ravine somewhere north of camp. The creature that attacked us, it brought us here and it appears to be guarding its territory, so... Approach with extreme caution. The corporal is injured and in a condition to make a run for it. Hang tight, Lieutenant. It probably would have been better if she tried to contact him standing outside in the first place. <laughs> You've got to admire it. How did the creature get him up there? Because they are literally up the side of a mountain. So are you defining north in terms of sunrise and sunset? Maybe it ran out and around? Well, it doesn't really matter. As long as everybody agrees that that direction is north. It's north. <laughs> We've, you've just, you, well, I was gonna say we, you've discussed this on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. What do you mean, of course not? You, you say it like it could never happen. Well, it couldn't. Okay, I get it. Because she's so <laughs> attractive, and I'm, and no, I'm not. No, no, no. Let's, let's just say that you don't seem like the romantic type. We know, but that's not the point, is it? <laughs> what type am I? Oh, uh, Rush, Rush is going to be brutally honest here now. The trusted confidant. The guy who's always there with the, uh, the shoulder to cry on. And that's just life, I'm afraid. We all have our predestined roles. But you know, on the bright side, a life free of romantic entanglement, well, it certainly benefits the pursuit of science. He's effectively just daring him to go off and do it. Calling him out saying, ah, you won't do it. Yes. Mm. Came it backfires. That's it, you'll be a better scientist. Silver lining and all that. <laughs> His beard's a lot darker in Travelers. Mm. And bigger. Eli's brought in reinforcements. <laughs> what have you done, Eli? Is he okay? Yes, according to the monitoring system, he's fine. Just 
Frozen. Did, did you tell Rush? Oh, no, 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 and we're not going to. Not yet, anyway. Just for once, I'd like to solve a problem without his help. Eli, you have to get him out of there. I know, which is why you're here. You still have some of that residual alien knowledge, right? Eli. Just do me a favor. Take a look. See if anything jumps out at you. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't pushing any buttons at all. <laughs> you solved the nine chevron address. You have done reasonably well. I love it when he says that. He's like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Remind me of the time I was uh, probed by aliens. They're probably fortunate that at least the cave is obvious. Oh, so the creature could be watching you at this very second. I'll go first. Get out the area. If it's clear, I'll radio back. No offence, but that 9mm isn't going to do a lot. No, I was thinking that. That thing's huge. It'd just annoy it. If you got something to say, say it. I don't think you're up for this. Calling me a coward? No, you're not a coward. But you're second-guessing yourself, and that's a problem. We don't have time for you to sort through whatever issues you're dealing with. So I'm going. No. I'm going. We never really got the benefit of Varro becoming part of the crew. But he really would have been a strong character in the third season. Yeah. One day, maybe we'll get a third season. We're going to be okay. They're almost here. Daddy's home. Oh, look. Menacing shadow. <laughs> That's a big paw. Oh, the babies have got worse vision than that one. You ready, Corporal? Yes, ma'am. Aim for its eyes. Most of the CGI work for this episode was done by Darkroom Digital, including this monster and the space deers. Craig van der Biglia did most of the work. Ah, could that be Greer and a distraction? But then again, they know there's more than one out there. So what are the odds that they'd actually manage to draw them all off, or that one specific one? Pretty cool design, the, uh... Yeah, six legs. They were very pleased how the eyes looked of the creature. Yeah. Doesn't know what the fire is, does it? Or it does, and it's... it... recognises the fire. Lieutenant! Don't shoot! What? <laughs> Reminds me a bit of the never-ending story. The design of the creature? Yes. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. More menacing, less furry. <laughs> Not a huge jaw either. It's got a small head for a big body. So I suggest that you start moving. Slowly. Let's go. Wise words of advice there from Greer. Regardless of the intelligence of the creature, you don't want to spook it. Slow and steady. It's intelligent. Smart enough to know that I can cause it a world of hurt. Maybe even kill it. Smart enough to know that I'm choosing not to. Ooh. Do not pet it, Griff. <laughs> this was Mark Savella's one of his favourite shots of the episode. They actually thought about getting them even closer together. I'm very surprised that Greer didn't reach out a hand and go, Good doggy. That's probably what they were thinking of. Can we keep him? <laughs> yeah. Mommy, he followed me home.
I wonder if Grey got anything out of that. Something incredibly strong. Suffered some loss, reacted, but could understand enough to back down. That is really wonderful lighting coming from outside the so-called cave. Very realistic. No. Oh, this one's over. <laughs> I'm surprised you got that level of control. It looks like those switches actually govern this system. I thought that. I was like, they've got manual levers. Like, yeah. if they switch to another system, do the levers all shift? Yeah. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> that's useful. Time doesn't pass when you're frozen. <laughs> well, that's kind of a general idea, isn't it? Not always. Unless you've got Asgard interfaces. The ancient system in the Aurora kept your brain active. What is he thinking? That's that, then. What's what? Oh, I've just completed a thorough diagnostic in one of the stasis pods. I didn't quite know what it was that he got out of he that. He said stasis. Yeah. He actually said stasis, not stasis. I expect it's probably got more to do with, with Robert Carlyle's accent than anything else. <laughs> Is it a Nazi pod? No, I think that was the East German secret police. How many of those things you take now? About none. Okay, drop your gun then. Thank you. No, right? Jesus. <laughs> Mike had a few problems here. <laughs> Over the years, don't work in professional sports. His knees aren't as strong as they used to be. <laughs> Is that him genuinely limping? Yes. Oh, dear. Fantastic CGI work. And a little ear flick. Uh, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> I thought he'd let it go, and then there's the barbecue, and I was like, <laughs> ah, okay. Now they've been circling around these pair for the last few months. Uh -huh. So all it took is to kill off everybody else in the Lucian Alliance. <laughs> Funny he'd done that before. You're the only one we trust now. <laughs> Welcome to the crew. Not as much as I'd like to take credit, I really haven't had any time. Thank Sergeant Greer. Greer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd love to thank him, but um, I get the feeling he'll claim he doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably. Listen, I just wanted to come by and say I'm sorry about your people. What's left of them? And even though you may feel like you're alone, you're not. There's not many people who came through this ordeal without a scratch. He's in quite a good mood given the fact that he has lost most of his people. They're probably from a different clan. Ah, uh, yeah. They were just assigned to this mission. Oh, hello. Hello. Big smile on a... Uh-oh. Hang on. The door, it's a knock on the door, so you could kiss and then pay attention to it. Well, yeah, you could then you're not in. <laughs> oh, dear me. He always keeps turning up, doesn't he? Yeah. You had said you wanted to lend your expertise to tonight's dinner. Becker's ready. Is there a keynote in the room somewhere? <laughs> yeah, got a little sensor. When these two people come within a foot, a little alarm goes off. It's like the family guy thing with the thermostat. I love the way he just effectively got kicked out of his own room. <laughs> I'll leave then, shall I? You okay? I'm good. Good. It'd be not better if you book it off and left me alone. Let's completely spoil the moment. And probably credits. I wonder if after, you know, he divorced his wife, he, he actually expected something to happen between him and TJ. Not unlike losing a child, no. That's an interesting shot. Mm. Does she feel guilty about Varro? She looks a bit torn, doesn't she? Yeah. That completes this round of diagnostics. Now we can move on to the fun part. 
Fun part? Yeah, well, uh, it's time to go and check out the Stasis chambers now. Whoa, uh, whoa. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish going through the data on that section before we start heading in there and pushing buttons. Yeah, of course, you're right. Proceed with caution. Neither of them want to touch it. It's almost as if the puppies and he's rubbed the noses in it. <laughs> yeah. Smug bastard. <laughs> yeah, even that little smug grin there. That tortamilla. Oh, no. Oh, it's not going to go well. Shaved and everything. Yeah, clean clothes. Back away, nobody's seen me yet. Poor guy. Now, I know you said poor guy, but it sounded like Hawkeye. Poor guy. And there's a callback to our previous conversation. <laughs> Becca's finally had something decent to cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me hungry. That's a tiny little knife and fork yeah. I'm carving up with. And it doesn't look like that's going to go around the whole crew either. <laughs> well, that's probably just part of it. I mean, that looked like one leg and a haunch. <laughs> maybe, they've got the, maybe we've got more than one. Well, you'd hope so, yeah. That was good. Well, yeah, they, they lost a lot of people in that episode. <laughs> there was a lot of culling. Yeah, not only Lucian Alliance, Marsden, he died as well. Yeah. So uh, that's one less of the original Icarus compliment. Was it five Lucian Alliance gone? Granted, we'd never seen those five before. <laughs> How many are left? Varrow. That's it's it. Literally just Varrow. Yeah, he's the only one left. I mean, even, even Cos, who they actually featured, you know, just kind of vanished you know, after a couple of episodes and never never reappeared whether or not the actor was unavailable or they realized that you know we're going to be killing them off anyway why go to the trouble of actually making them important to the story yeah. interesting episode though obviously it would have been written long in advance of any hint that they're going to be cancelled but in hindsight it does seem out of place because you think well you could have done so much more with that 42 minutes yeah I mean, if that had appeared in the first season, or even early second season, it probably would have got a much better reception. But at this point, you know, uh, the viewing audience know that uh, this is it. You know, we're running out of episodes, and they've had pretty much a standalone from uh, Joseph and Paul, which is unusual. Yeah. Normally, they tend to write more arc episodes. Yeah, and it's it's weird that it's a, that it's a standalone episode that would have required quite high-budget TG effects as well, probably. Usually, they're for saving budget, aren't they? That's one thing I've got to say about MGM. They didn't waste money, but they spent an awful lot of money on Universe. Yeah. It's not as if they could argue the fact that, oh, many sci-fi series always say, we never really had enough money to do what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And in many aspects, SG-1 and SGA, they did fantastic with the money they've got. Universe looks more expensive than either of those two shows. Yeah. And that's one thing they can never, never, the producer can never say we never had enough resources. They did. The CGI aliens, you know, the two different species we've seen, this huge monster. Compare this to what we saw in the SG1 episode where they were hunting whatever it was <laughs> outside Jack's cabin. Yeah. Not Jack's cabin, it was General's cabin, wasn't it? Oh, those things. Yeah. Yeah. They're like ILM level effects, aren't they? Some of the stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Nice. Right then, Andy Makita, this episode's director. 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. Also directed episodes of Transport of the Series, Primeval New World, Strange Empire, Bitten, Cedar Cove, Killjoys and Travellers. Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi, long-time writers and producers of the Stargate franchise. 39 
written episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. Uh, created Dark Matter, of course, which is soon to return for its third season. Also wrote for Delete, Transport to the Series, Largo Winch, Student Bodies, Big Wolf on Campus and The Lost World. Pretty good resume. Yep. Next week's episode is going to be Common Descent. Hey, did you see that? Something moved out there. What is it? Under attack. Basic maneuvers. Bring it on. Halt! Don't shoot. You speak English. I don't think we can survive another full-on attack. You better hope that we can. Oh my god, I know you. You're Matthew Scott. Yes. First part of two-parter, right? That's right, yep. And everything goes according to plan. Miles from the Sci-Fi Diner will be joining us for that. I look forward to that. Yep, definitely. A little too much, I think, because I was thinking, why would Mike do a double episode the day after we've done a single episode? (laughs) There was some transatlantic confusion. It's those Americans who put the, the month ahead of the day when they write. It is confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you've got two, when, when both the numbers are below 12, you've got no idea. <laughs> if anyone wants to get in touch with us, you can visit the Gatecast website at gatecast.co.uk or email us using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Google+. Do a search or follow the links on the website. We are also on Twitter, at the Gatecast, which is one word, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. We also have an independent RSS feed, which contains every show we've released so far. You can copy and paste that into any podcatcher, as iTunes and Stitcher limit the number of episodes at any one time. Okay, back to the show. Okay then, folks, thank you very much for joining us for The Hunt. Next week, as I said, we'll be uh, watching Common Descent. Ian, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Not a problem, my pleasure. Thank you. And I'm, I'm back for one more episode, I think, before the series wraps up and... And then that's it. And that's it, yep. Oh, man. Unless, of course, you end up doing some uh, podcasting with Alan when he finally decides what he wants to podcast. <laughs> as tempting as that is, I don't know if I have time for that. <laughs> Certainly because Alan's not going to do the editing, is he? Uh, oh, no, we're just going to broadcast it live via Google. Just record and post, yeah? Yeah, record and post the raw feed. There you go, Fantastic. <laughs> all the coughing and the biscuits crunching and all. <laughs> the cat causing problems. Excuse me, I have not eaten biscuits on air in at least three years. Okay, not biscuits. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure like four episodes ago there was something, at least... There's always something. That's all you, that's all you need to know, there's always something. <laughs> okay then, folks, thank you for joining us. I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Ian. Take care, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.